might be doing it on purpose because we are going to be trying to talk about me to talk about you <laughs> so this will be a practice for this will be a practice round so when this audio mysteriously does not work no i believe <laughs> how dare you <laughs> as she like chugs her true <laughs> like trying to prep for this um yeah anyway uh long time no talk y'all uh this is kendall and this is gretchen and, this and you've is most made it yeah you've made it to the most likely to podcast uh part of tiktok okay <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no i don't want to do a joint tiktok account with you our no. our for you pages are not the same no they're not <laughs> um but anyway uh sorry we've been mia uh we were just talking to each other before all of this like whoa where did the last month go <laughs> um for both of us uh it got real uh and you know it's a good thing to see a slight bit of normalcy i suppose but uh it made this little fun side project have to get put on the back burner for a hot minute that's all right. I think that Claire just listened to your episode or has okay. it yet. So okay. my, uh, considering Claire is the only real person that talks to me about the podcast, I she's my benchmark. If she hasn't listened to the last one yet, then we're good. We got time. Uh, she's also very thankful that she doesn't have to have SoundCloud on her phone anymore. So oh, hot, good. Hot tip, everyone that's listening now. Uh, Kendall yes. did do some work on this uh, while we were both very busy, and she got us on Spotify and uh, iTunes. Uh, iTunes podcast app, yeah. So um, you can find us under Most Likely to Podcast. If you have any problems searching, let me know. I think, uh, and I'll send you like a direct link. I think until we gain some popularity or some streams. <laughs> We're like hard very <laughs> far down in the search. Uh, our our SEO could use some work. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was big and that was exciting. Um, you know, it's it's great. So we're moving along slowly but surely. And if you want to find us on anything else, or if you want to find that link, and Kendall is busy. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at most likely to podcast on Facebook at most likely to podcast at Gmail at most likely to podcast at gmail.com and uh, Twitter. I think she's yeah, Twitter. Make <laughs> one tweet before we keep talking. Oh, okay, here, I'll do that right now. I'll do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we've got time, right? You're like, yeah, you know, we've got <laughs> so much time. Yeah, now, so um, if you guys do remember, uh, it, just kind of where we were at so um we had had the great nina episode uh and then the realization that like although we've talked sporadically about some of our history on these episodes we'd never really explained ourselves uh sort of from high school to now so we did my episode of gretchen interviewing me and so now we're gonna just kind of be checking in with Gretchen. Honest to God, this is like welcome to truly 
sort of a phone call between us uh, <laughs> because I'm making her start at like where she is currently and then maybe we can work our way backwards but Gretchen's uh 2020 like everybody else like their workload got lighter as the pandemic hit um I couldn't Gretchen's... figure out how the Twitter how to log into it and I forgot the password so <laughs> We'll just, we'll do that later. Uh, by the end of this episode, I'm sure there will be. There will have been a tweet. <laughs> anyway. They'll probably say, Kendall made me tweet, but that'll be it. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so, so yeah. we're, we're going to have Gretchen kind of start where she is right now. Because um, she's gotten super busy during the pandemic, and then we'll work our way backwards. But, um. Well, and for, well, yeah, as far as, like, just like life and work and that kind of thing because that's usually what we focus on on this stuff yeah but i'm also coming up in like two weeks it'll be nate and i's uh one year anniversary so sweet and we have had uh like not interpersonally but like everything else (laughs) in the past year has kind of been really awful so it'll be good to like trace it back and and do different look at different times of things (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know because right now I've just been like actively reflecting on the last year so um so yeah it'll be something it'll be something we'll see well and I it's no secret like I'm a like a severely open book so I want to (laughs) also like preface this by like you just explain what you feel comfortable with explaining um and we'll go from there. I don't want you to have to feel like you have to be like me because not everybody is is like, I mean, we've, we've been covering, we've been doing this podcast for like eight months. And so most of that stuff happened while we were recording. So I think I talked about it, but uh, we'll ask Claire. She'll be the the (laughs) podcast historian. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. So tell everybody a little bit about like, they know you live in Colorado, Yeah. but I don't, and they, I think we have talked about that like, yeah, you went into engineering, but I don't think we've ever really, really talked about what your job is. And then let's talk about how it's like changed so much since March. Right. Um, hold on, I'm burping. Okay. Um, yeah. So right now, um, if, if we're actually starting, like, like working backwards, um, uh, I am a project manager in construction at like a small commercial construction firm. We do a lot of um, like interior remodels, um, specifically government work, which I'm finding that it seems that that is my common nemesis. So we're just kind of <laughs> figuring that out because um, I was in heavy highway construction before this. Um, not as like a, a general contractor, not as a GC, but as a subcontractor. And, um, and that was a lot of government work too. And it seems like the same, same kind of stuff, but maybe that's just construction and maybe I'm just not cut out for this field. Um, but yeah. I mean, my husband also worked in construction for a hot minute and it, I shouldn't even say a hot minute, a couple of years. And it <laughs> is not for the faint of heart like yeah well and uh, you know you know my heart <laughs> it's not yeah it's not necessarily the bravest <laughs> but um yeah yeah so it's a lot of um 
just small scale construction uh, as a general contractor. Um, and I just started being a PM like two and a half months ago. Um, and if anyone that I work with now uh, is listening to this, first of all, fuck you for finding it. Second of all, <laughs> um, you can, you can probably stop listening now. Uh, but basically, um, they were gonna, I just told, I went to therapy for the first time in like a long time yesterday. Good for you. Yeah. And I, I told this whole story and she, she responded in a way that obviously like a therapist would. And I was like, ah, I feel vindicated, but, um, they were going to fire this one guy. Um, and I was supposed to get like one and a half million in, over three projects. And then, um, and then the other project manager quit. And I, that, that went up to like five and a half million over five projects. Um, um, also just to be clear, this is not money to Gretchen's pocket. It's this not, is, I thought that was, I, I wish it was me, for you. They told me that when I finished all these projects, I would be a millionaire. These f***ing liars. Uh, no, this is like just because I, I, yeah, the budget of the entirety of the projects. Yeah, yeah, um, and and just like that, the scope of work. Obviously, it scales up, and it's in duration and in in, um, like stuff uh, as as the projects get bigger. Um, not to say that like my, you know, um, I think I've got one project. Wait a minute, is that one project like four million dollars? Oops. And so that's five and a half is wrong. Uh, it's more than that. But uh, that, that my $4 million project is really just 4 million because of the time. Um, mm -hmm. We're building uh, breeding, uh, breeding facilities for ferrets um, that are endangered. So, you know, uh, hit me up if you ever wanted to know about how black-footed ferrets breed. Uh, yeah. And here, you thought this was going to be boring you for thought, people. You thought this would be inaccessible, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, there are still wild ferrets. They're endangered. That was something that I had to talk to people about recently, is that like they're not all domesticated. There's some that are wild. There's some that are endangered. And uh, there's a facility in northern Colorado that's trying to get up their numbers. Um, and that's that so that's basically all me what about you what's been going on with you yeah hold on <laughs> I, <laughs> I did want to say like there's a lot of moments um in life that I think you and I have talked about this solely on the phone and not on the podcast but, like these moments of like things I never thought I would be yeah. doing <laughs> and yeah. it's like making breeding facilities <laughs> for wild ferrets that was, that's pretty high up on the list of things you, <laughs> you never saw coming like, in your life talking about you're like oh i i guess i never really thought of that but yeah it, it makes sense uh, yeah so here we go let's build it out <laughs> for sure uh, yeah so uh yeah so it's been kind of a crazy two and a half months um i i got my first project that I get to see from like cradle to grave um mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago but other than that I was taken over for a guy who um would make kind of a lot of handshake deals and yeah and um didn't necessarily always write those down so that was fun 
and um i had this this owner's rep so the the only reason that i bring this up is because the first time that i told kendall about this guy she was like i don't know how that is a real job um i've got this guy on a project um that and have i talked about this on here i feel like i have no this no okay i've got this guy that um uh, his whole job as an owner's rep is he's third party hired by the owner to be the construction um Bitch fitter yeah yeah the, constr- <laughs> the 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 guy who comes in and and talks talks talk like with with the contractor um but then in modern day application that actually just ends up being a guy who is paid to manipulate um general contractors and uh owners into not spending more money um they have to earn a paycheck somehow and they earn a paycheck by keeping change orders from going to the owner um and they don't always do that in the most ethical way and uh so i've been dealing with this guy that's been gaslighting me for a while um but I am working on a song that is his voicemails. Um, and it's like, <laughs> I, like over a techno beat. So, you know, I'm, I'm, so, I'm working through it in a healthy way. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it, you guys. No, I, this, this brings up a question that I have. So like, um, Jordan just got some safety magazine subscription, comes every quarter or something for our house. And um there was this whole section on like going hard on soft skills okay I think was the title of the article Uh and I was like finally like let's get some like (laughs) give some hype to the soft skills of the world because that's all I have um (laughs) not all you have it is 98 percent of what I offer (laughs) but I wanted to talk about um that a little bit because like I like the idea that you have to do with someone like this owner's rep to me is like I she's not kidding you guys I was like this is not a real job you're telling me (laughs) a a joke story like I I just couldn't believe it also I might be screaming (laughs) I'm sure you're fine and if I I have I just realized I have noise canceling headphones and I'm getting excited <laughs> I have um, not noticed anything so you're okay, okay but um all right anyway back to my point um did they talk about like this in school like how to deal with no people like this and okay so they didn't and well, so how do you think like I don't know like what can we do that's better to not have this be as it is. <laughs> uh, if you're asking me to change the construction industry as it stands, uh, I'm going to need a couple years, but um, no. So, so I didn't do construction management in college. I did civil engineering and then I went right. into construction. Um, and so I can't speak for the actual construction management career path. That's fair. Uh, but I doubt they had a class that was like, Hey, this guy's going to be an asshole. Um, Here's how, you Here's how we communicate. Yeah. I've only had one other owner's rep in my time uh, at Gr- 
Bauer, which is the company I work for, which I might bleep out. Who knows? Mm -hmm. For the best. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, the other guy was really bad at it because he was like a baby. He was like our age and Mm -hmm. he just wasn't good at it. And um, and then we like looked him up and we found out that like his parents were like Facebook friends with the, the owner's parents. And it was like, obviously they just got Chad a job. His name was Chad. He sucked. Of course. And, they all do. Yeah. yeah. And if uh, you're listening and you're named Chad, we know you suck. <laughs> I don't think we ever knew a Chad. Like I don't, we didn't have one in, in high school. We kind uh, of avoided that. Was there one Chad? Or was his name? I couldn't even describe to you this person. I'm sitting <laughs> in my head, and I'm like, "Are we sure his name isn't Chad?" I don't hmm. think we had a Chad. We had a Chet, and that was also we did have a Chet. That was that was uh, uh, Chad Chad adjacent Chad Jason. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, yeah, no, that they, they're not. They don't exist everywhere it's not like every like there's there's certain owners that pay for that kind of service um and it's owners that feel like they don't have the necessary tools to understand the construction side of things and they don't want to be taken advantage of um this one just happened to be a school district so it totally makes sense i mean yeah um, that's I guess I just, as a whole, I don't even mean specifically for the owner's reps. Like, yeah. you also had the situation of the guy whose job you took over, like you said, was like a handshakes and winks kind of guy and how he made deals. Like, there's, um, it's kind of like the wild, wild west out in construction, you know? It doesn't like, have to be, though. I, it doesn't I, have to be, right. So. I was lucky enough to have some some good role models. Um back before I had bad ones and so keeping a record and keeping keeping everything above board sending emails after a phone conversation that say hey per our conversation Mm -hmm. this is what we're doing um those people exist and uh unfortunately for the subcontractor side of things and this is a very niche conversation we don't have to go all the way into it but like um the the subcontractors that are like that are usually not the lowest bidder mm-hmm. and when you bid government work it's all about the lowest bidder it's all about getting because because a lot of municipalities have to accept the low bid um they're trying to work ways around that now to work uh with contractors that they really like yeah um which would put my company out of business yeah i'll definitely uh have to believe the name of my company but <laughs> yeah in the event that this is discovered yeah um yeah uh but no i i it's a company where i can learn a lot and do a lot and and um uh i won't be there for a while um like i'll, I'll leave in a bit and yeah. uh, that'll be fine um yeah Everything is an experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is an experience that I think you're going to have gone through and say, uh, never again. I hope. <laughs> um, you know what I just realized the scary thing about recording on Zoom is? is I don't know how much time has passed. <laughs> well, lesson learned. We'll set a timer next time. Okay. Um, um, so, anyway, uh, 
Yeah, so I've been with this company for like two and a half years. If we're going, do you want me to start going back? Sure. I mean, and you can even talk about like part of the inspiration of going out to Colorado. I mean, it wasn't the job, but like. No, no, it was uh, escapist. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, trying to get away from um, something for me and, and, and family for Nate. So it was like, let's go make a life somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah uh two and a half years been in colorado for two and a half years mm-hmm. um so that would have been back in at the end of 17 mm-hmm. uh, and um yeah we just we came out here kind of on a whim um and uh we found jobs uh, <laughs> after which is not something that i recommend but um, I did the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it's hard though. It's, it's, it is. you end up taking whatever you can and that, that can be, uh, detrimental. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was like two and a half years ago coming out here. Um, before that, like I said earlier, I worked in heavy highway construction at a sign manufacturer. So we did a lot of like highway, um, signs we did a lot of like of the the like exit signs the green ones that you see when you're going down the highway Mm -hmm. um and you got to do some at the zoo yeah yeah i did my zoo project um that was pretty fun uh we put like actual reindeer antlers on a sign that was cool Mm um yeah that, that was a fun project but uh, that was another one where like the person that was running it kind of left and then they didn't really have the money to pay someone to do it right. Uh, and so <laughs> they paid me to do it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> uh, I was there for like three years, three and a half years. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was another interesting experience. I tell people now that I worked for a bad subcontractor. Um, and so I have more, um, empathy for those companies. Um, Mm -hmm. just because I've been that person that like, doesn't really know that what I'm saying is just completely fucking wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Like I, I, I worked for, I worked for a company where (laughs) the guy, the owner, uh, he was one of the VPs. It was a family-owned company. I, I worked for now two family-owned companies. It can be rough, guys. Just <laughs> if you ever want to talk about that, uh, we can. But um, uh, the guy, the owner, um, I'm just I'm gonna make up kind of a name for him, but it's gonna be Chad. Yeah, right. It was like his his nickname was like Chad my bad Tracy and like (laughs) anytime that he would he would like you'd be like hey we need to get this in and he'd be like oh yeah you know what that that's my bad I should have told you sorry guys my gosh Uh, real real Chicago guy is is you know five foot three and his hair was always slicked back and Mm -hmm. oh just a real the whole company was just they used to be they used to be different. They used to be different. And, um, and then the kids took over and it's very similar to the, we've all seen that movie. (laughs) 
very similar to the company that I'm working at now where it was like the parents set out to have like this really good company and then like their kids took over and it's like mm, it's not yeah I mean you guys can all take your week-long ski trip I guess it's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, so between those two experiences I mean like what are you looking for um in the future I mean what's yeah it's an interesting kind of situation um with construction in general uh because because as much as you want to branch out and and go to a different company people are consistently telling you that that's not really possible um Mm -hmm. i remember distinctly a conversation i had with my superior at the company that i'm at now uh them telling me um like you know a little bit about everything because of the the kind of construction company that we are um but at a larger company um they would want you to have specialized knowledge in uh you know mechanical or electrical or plumbing they would want you to apply yourself directly to those things uh so in a way we've kind of ruined you for other companies and like (laughs) like it's it's textbook toxic relationship yeah the the partner says like no one else would ever love you (laughs) yeah yeah so um yeah it's just like and and that's something that there's this there's this fear and this this um expectation in construction that uh no one no one's really going to train you um no one's really going to uh take you by the hand and show you how to do uh anything and um and that will make or break you and they don't really care about that um your your superiors in construction are constantly like you'll you're constantly telling you that you'll never be on the same footing that they are um and it's probably a a byproduct of the fact that it's uh mostly a male industry um yeah. in that like um people get very protective about knowledge and intelligence and wisdom um and there's just not a lot of training because you don't want people to leave um you want if they're good you want them to stay um with you and make you a lot of money uh what i want in the future is to learn more um which is just kind of a given in construction they they talk a lot about paying your dues but it's really just getting experience yeah um and then you know eventually like probably doing my own company so that i can have a little bit of breathing room and do things in a more like ethical and moral way um yeah well and to um <laughs> when you were like do you want me to change construction give me a couple more years like <laughs> you're maybe not going to be able to change the construction culture you know nationwide but like if you at least start in your own um company that you know you're running and you have the authority to make what it should be i mean that would be fantastic yeah i i would hope that i would be able to i i've always had a really big um 
uh, um, draw towards taking buildings that are existing and making them into either another thing or um, just bringing them like up to code and getting Mm -hmm. them in a place um, where they can be used um, instead of building new buildings because I think that we have a lot of um, a lot of buildings that uh, are basically falling by the wayside in that respect yeah and um, and so with that um i would like to do it i'd probably i've been talking to nate about this actually because I've, i'd probably have to do it on a um i probably have to do it i would have to own the properties um oh, okay. which, which could be difficult but uh i'd have to i had to be the owner so i could set my own budget and then stay on it um mm-hmm. i've just been i've been dealing with a lot of the owners lately so and i <laughs> Obviously, I mean, contractors, like, they have a bad rap, but it's also an applicable rap that, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, most people think that contractors are going to try to screw them or, like, charge them for something that's, like, ridiculous and overdone. And it's, it's, it would be a lot easier if I was my own owner of the project and I had my own budget for it. Um, And that's probably what I'll do. At least that's that's what I will try to do. Um, yeah, you know, finance my own uh, remodels, basically. But we'll see. How so outside of outside of work, um, what are some things that like between going from Chicago area to Colorado that like personally you've been able to like work on and and explore (laughs) well yes and that was huge yeah yeah so got married about a year ago Mm -hmm. to a great guy the best guy he's a good guy Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah we were engaged for about a year before that um are you trying to lead into me talking about like my creative stuff yeah i think i i think like honestly like the difference between you and me is like work for you is just your job like you have such a life built outside of your work where all I do is like live for my job so um you I I think that that's why I want to go into that because it's such an it's a big part of who you are yeah, I mean, it, it, it at least fills in some blanks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, I just finished writing my second book. It's not mm-hmm. edited yet because I don't want to reread it and hate it. Um, so I'm <laughs> waiting on that. Kendall has read parts one and two, which mm-hmm. means that her expectations are high for part three. Part three. Um, so I'm just trying to get it right. Uh, I and for that. the record, I don't know if I did talk about it on here. I know we talked about you sending me part two on here, but I think I talked to you about it separately that I thought part two was going to be the ending. So I was like devouring it. And then oh, it no. just, and then it just like, I got to the last page of the PDF and I was like, uh, what? I have to <laughs> be waiting? I mean, like, 
I don't it's know how a, hard it is to write a book. It's fine but <laughs> from a consumer, from the, from like this like little consumer perspective, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Oh, damn it. <laughs> it's, um, it's a murder mystery set in my, um, old hometown where I met Nate, which is Forest Park in, outside of Chicago. And, um, and it is, uh, it's like if you gave the, if, if, if you, uh, ask the world's, uh, most idiotic young drunk to try to solve a murder, <laughs> it is not autobiographical except for the idiotic young drunk part. So, um, it's basically like what would have happened if I would have stumbled into a murder in Forest Park, which yeah. is fun for me. Yeah. Um, and it, like the people in it are real. <laughs> Kendall thought they were closer to me. There's only one that's like an actual friend that I named after an actual friend. Um, and but but everyone else is like people that were uh, ancillary that were that were um, outside of my normal circle in mm-hmm. in Forest Park. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. Maybe I'll put it online. Probably, but I have to determine if I hate it or not. Um, I've been painting for the last two weekends. That's been yeah. fun. Um, yeah. if, if you could see the mess behind you right now, uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But um, And over on the side, too, because this is where I've been painting. Um, have you been, like, locking him out of the room? It's for their one year anniversary no no I've let him see most of it um and then uh if you saw my Instagram story I've also got like it's all black and white stuff and then I've got this glow in the dark paint that's really cool so um yeah I've been doing I've been doing some of that stuff recently um and then uh music um play a couple instruments wrote some songs um is that all my is that all my stuff wrote two books yeah so you're you're definitely talking about it from like a like bullet point like let's just <laughs> go down the bullet point which is fine um okay so I have now realized that I jumped the gun on us just kind of talking about where you were currently and I forgot to ask the first question of the interview which was supposed to be uh, your favorite high school memories. So now that we've like ripped you apart <laughs> and open, like let's go back to <laughs> let's go back to high school. Uh, yeah. Every time that somebody talks about peaking in high school, I get nervous because I enjoyed it so much, and I'm like, did I peak? Um, I'm hoping I didn't, but definitely uh, not. <laughs> um, favorite high school memory, I would say. I had one, like I have one every time, right? That like we've mm-hmm. asked somebody this question. I, I have one in my head. Um, there was a dance. It was, <laughs> they tried to do a dance um, our senior year in the fall. Yes, it was when called, you won Homecoming Queen. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, that that's part uh, of it, the glow the glow in the dark one, right? Yeah, I think they called yeah. it a highlighter party or something. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, we all got ready together. We all went out and bought like white shirts. Yeah. And um, I think I bought a toy plastic crown. Correct. 
and um and we all got ready and then uh and <laughs> we got to the school and um they like i don't know was it a girl that came around oh i can't use her last name was it olivia that came around i think it was and she was like come to the front of the line and was it our whole group that got to go to the front of the line or was it just like me you and me and you and maybe hannah I have no idea. I just remember the the part that I remember the most is someone, I, it could have been you, but there, I, there was definitely somebody in that mask when we we're trying to like cover ourselves with as much glow-in-the-dark paint as possible, but somebody was like, dunk the crown in there. That was me. Okay. I, I, I didn't even put any paint on myself. Yeah, you I just, just dunked the crown. the crown, which was so... <laughs> baller yeah. that was the only time out of the whole like you winning homecoming queen that i was like okay she feels it a little bit <laughs> yeah. she's feeling it a teeny tiny yeah. bit because yeah. i know we forced you to buy it in the first place i'm sure i think I, I think it was my idea and then i immediately backed down from it and uh and then you guys were like no buy it you're doing this like this yeah. isn't yeah and it and for the record it wasn't like we just were having a dance three months after she won homecoming queen this was the homecoming dance no yes it was it was the following night so you won oh the following homecoming. night okay yeah so you yeah. got it on friday and then saturday they had come up with this highlighter party so we did that saturday and night. it was it was one of those dances so kendall and i were at the last um we went to uh mhs that was a catholic high school um mm -hmm. And we were at, we were the last group, I think. The, the year after us, they stopped playing like hardcore rap at all of our dances. Um, and so, uh, all- I personally time, feel as though I need to say I'm sorry for that. <laughs> it was not your fault. I, but I'm I sure you can dance very raunchy. <laughs> so, so like our dances, even when we were in formal wear, we were like, getting down and, <laughs> and like this dance for some reason um out of control at, well out of control but it also it wasn't the same vibe it wasn't the same vibe as like those formal dances and maybe it was just where I was like personally in my life during oh, that time but like it was it, it was very different um in that like everyone was i think it was the paint specifically that like made us go a little nuts and they did it in like a smaller gym as opposed to like the cafeteria and like they had enough light on so that the paint would glow or the paint was like reflecting in a lot of ways mm -hmm. and so i don't know it just had a different it was very um like euphoria which is yeah. what nate and i just watched <laughs> oh. start to finish like, yeah it was very like, I, like by the end of the night, I had so much paint on me from just like hugs, like just people mm -hmm. like giving me hugs or like handprints on my butt. Like it was just like, I yeah. don't know. Was it, it, it was. Um, so I went to one party like that in college. Yeah, and I, I remember. Tried, I tried to go to one too. I, well, like it was really fun. And I remember while I was at that party, I was like, this is the first time that I feel like college has felt like what you see in the movies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And was I think there... that 
yeah. it, I think that's what that highlighter party felt like too. Like for us, um, you know, we've talked about before, we were pretty straight laced kids, like, yeah. especially in high school, like compared to others, but like, yeah, that was probably the most wild. Yeah. Right. And it in was, a way. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, it was a little bit more unleashed and the, and yeah. the music wasn't, I'm sure it, there was a lot of rap, yeah. but I remember just this, like, if I played a playlist from my senior year of high school, from our senior year of high school, yeah. every single one of those songs played at that dance, whether they were like a, a silly kind of pop hits or whether they were like hardcore rap, like every yeah. song, I don't know. It was just, it was a ton of fun. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun. We um, were really lucky for that because And then they tried to do one in the spring, didn't they? Because it was such a hit. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it was another highlighter party. They tried to do something along those, like, another fun, different type of party. Well, because the homecoming dances were never... Were notoriously boring. No one went. Yeah. No one went. Um... And so that was also what was so insane yeah. was that like, it was finally, cause we were on, um, we were on student council and uh, I don't remember, were we involved in that planning? I always remember planning prom stuff. Yeah, no, I don't even remember planning prom stuff. Uh, I don't know what we did on student council, but I don't think it was. <laughs> you and I didn't do a lot. Uh, we were, we did not sign up. We were asked to be there. Um, I think, yeah, I think we just showed up one day and we're like, we're going to be on this. And they were like, okay. Um, yeah. There was way more legit people involved. We yeah. were just kind of there. Um, yeah. I thought that, I thought that those dances were planned by um, like the classes. So I think it was like, Olivia because she was our vice president because Andrew was our president right yeah yeah but and I mean so, it came through student council is all I know yeah I just can't remember how involved I think we it was Olivia. Weren't. I, I, I it imagine was, that it was, was fantastic though I, if like it was so fun like you said it, it had like some type of euphoric thing to it that yeah you know I feel good fondly too that it's like if somebody said like our 10-year reunion isn't going to be like meeting up and having weird speed dating rounds like yeah, it's no. gonna be a freaking highlighter oh party. my I'm god like, that would be yes let's I would, go i would be there and yeah. <laughs> and i don't plan to go <laughs> i'd be like nate you want to see what twerking is for like a high school girl from 2010 because i can give you that oh <laughs> my gosh man like i want to do one quick sidebar of like if wop was a song when we were in high school oh my God. <laughs> can you imagine like there's just some really good songs that like yeah like man even in college i would have loved this like yeah. if no hands was out in high school i would have had many suitors but <laughs> it wasn't out during high school so it was out our freshman year of high of uh, college and yeah 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 no I um I was uh back to them not playing music like that anymore again I'm sorry for the younger classes uh I, how will you express your sexual tension I <laughs> lived for dance. <laughs> I still do. 
I still do. I just I don't know what happened when they turned off those lights and they put on the raunchiest songs, specifically like Junior Year Christmas Dance. Just the raunchiest music. It it makes me blush a little bit. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was right? it was beyond. Um, <laughs> and like it's not like Kendall had like her hands on the ground or like a guy no. pinned up against the wall or no. anything like that. It just was being like Beyonce <laughs> yeah. uh, is what I believed in my head. At <laughs> I, I actually had an agreement with my parents um, because they were asked to. Uh, what's that word chaperone Chaperone? every single dance and I was like not not happening they're like we've already (laughs) agreed I'm like okay well we're making a rule (laughs) um you guys can be there but you have to have any job that takes you out of the dance so like (laughs) at prom they were co-check and there's nothing my parents love more than their years of working coat check at prom (laughs) they did it for three years straight (laughs) like I I don't think I remember that oh my god so for my dad he loved making coat check the most seamless and organized <laughs> and efficient coat check and your mom loved ever lived truck. and my mom loved chatting with everybody as they yeah. came to drop off their stuff I mean lived for it if somebody asked them right now if they would go back and do coat check at prom they'd be like we'll be there like yeah like their what feelings day? <laughs> for coat check at prom is our feelings towards the highlight <laughs> <laughs> I love it yeah um okay um uh, another question I have um is I saw it somewhere and I was like oh I'm gonna try and remember to ask for this it was like what was the most on-brand story of like of yourself (laughs) (laughs) then come up with another one like it was uh something that like you did and it was like especially if you can look back on it and and think wow I didn't even realize how on-brand that was at the time yeah yeah um I, I would, I would, my, my initial thought is me and Hannah t- playing Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but the acoustic version at, at Temp Fest. Temp Fest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my, and we had those hats. Um, that's my initial thought. Uh, and then, and then I'd probably go to, oh, I had another one. Um, Oh, where to go? Oh, um, Aunt, Aunt, whatever her name was, um, the character that I played in Little Women. Oh, yeah, that that felt very on brand for me. <laughs> it was like the whole point of the character was um, that there were two people involved in like a romantic suitor kind of situation. And I just kept, like, bringing up random shit to them. <laughs> and, like, being like, have you ever seen this? And, like, doing a funny voice. Um, pretty much all of my characters in any show, I would say, were on brand for me. Yeah. Um, I was typecast, uh, definitely. Um, and then... Yeah, I don't know. Is there one specifically beyond no, that? No, no, those are those which are great. Character, which character do you think is the most on brand for me? Um, I think 
Is it the you the one the one in that a haunting? Looked, yeah, the one that looked like a seventies. Yeah. Like, uh, um, what I had that Firebird Fortune teller kind yeah. of. Yeah. But I wasn't. I was her daughter, and I was right. just super awkward. Like that was yeah. my whole character was like, ah, I don't know. And then I got possessed. Like. <laughs> yeah. So the, I think the reason that one really hits for me is like because you were being awkward but also flamboyant in a way. Like, <laughs> Not drawing attention just, to myself yeah drawing <laughs> all those kinds of attention to yourself but also like as soon as you had the attention you're like oh, i don't know what to do um <laughs> it's very target lady <laughs> yeah <laughs> very target lady vibes very Kristen wig vibes um, yeah. yeah yeah very very much so so that to me would be in your characters um when you're feeling down though you on in cases of mistaken identity like <laughs> you want to be there but no one talked to you uh the whole first act I don't know if we talked about this but a whole first act of a play I just sat in the corner and it was as as the first act ended people trickled out of this like train car and everyone was like wait has that person been there the whole time and then like I don't say a word I don't move for the whole first act um which is really hard because I was in a car with Rachel, uh, Eric, and Nina. And yeah. Eric and Nina were this British couple that were, I don't know, sleuths? I can't remember what their yeah. whole thing was, but I think Con they artists. had like diamonds. And then Rachel was this like Southern Belle, big booty, like. Yes. <laughs> and so they were just trying to get a rise out of me. And I'm just like, oh, like, focus, like. I'm evil. And um, the whole point was that I was a murderer. And so, like, in the last, <laughs> yeah, in the last, like, I don't know, minute of this, this play, like, everyone has filtered out of the car. You realize that this hooded figure has been sitting in the corner the whole time. And I just walk to center stage, take off my hood, pull a knife from my sleeve, and I'm like, I'm gonna murder my nephew! And like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that's correct when she's down. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, all right. The the last question, because um, I think yeah, it's been an appropriate amount. I was going to say, we didn't, like, cover that middle part very much, but, like, college. I went to it. It was in so central Illinois. Uh, I studied civil engineering. It wasn't a good time. <laughs> But I met Paige. You met Paige. I was gonna say, but wait, there's Paige. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a good time. Um, and then like my whole journey with sexuality, but like we can figure that out after this. Yeah, I would. Discussion. I would love to have a more of a an episode dedicated to us talking about relationships because we. Well, and like relationally dealing with people like because yeah. we talked about like the experiences that we had in specific relationships but like mm -hmm. we didn't really talk about like what that meant for yeah. us in that time yeah um we just were like hey we both had toxic ones and that was yeah <laughs> yeah so i i definitely want us to go into that sometime yeah. um okay so my last question is going to be um the would you recognize yourself today would 18 year old Gretchen be like oh, yeah. yeah yeah I mean she'd be disappointed but she would be like oh yeah that's it 
<laughs> like, um, should be happy that I finally dyed my hair blonde. Um, oh, I didn't know that was something you wanted to do for a long time. It's not, it wasn't, but, uh, it was enough that, like, mm-hmm. she would be like, oh, dope. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, she was so angsty, that little teenage me. I think she'd be, I think she'd be happy to know that. I think she'd be confused that I was bi. I think she would be like. Really? Yeah, or pan or whatever you want to call it. It's, it's more bi than anything else, but mm-hmm. I think that she would be like, wait, but we just got our heart broken by somebody that was bi. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, why, you know why would we be so mean to that person if that's also who we were? Like, it it would have been, I think about it a lot in that, like, I don't know, my sexuality didn't come to me in a way that um, it came to most people where they were like, oh, I always knew, or I always mm-hmm. whatever. It mm-hmm. was just kind of like a thing where all of a sudden I was like, oh, okay, whatever, but, like, I got really mean to the guy, I got really mean to the bad guy that I dated, and, and, and I feel really bad for how I treated him now, um, you know, uh, do you think that, notwithstanding, um, do you think that sort of, because I'm gonna go out on a limb, and I'm gonna say I don't think it was probably all that mean, because you seem to, say that you're mean to people when you're really not so I don't know how mean it truly was did you listen to the song yeah I did um but I think I talked I mean I talked about it on that one episode I think that there was a lot of disrespect to you from his end I know well and like that's why I said like it's hard notwithstanding yeah Yeah. you're viewing it in context I'm viewing it in a vacuum which is that like LGBTQ people get harassed for their sexuality. And I feel like I did that to him. And so knowing now that it came from a place of uh, um, anger and hurt at what he did to me, but the actual application of applying, there's just one song, but applying his sexuality in that way um i feel like i did a real disservice to myself and everyone that identifies as bi in that way yeah um which really sucks and i if i if i it like yes i would recognize myself but as me now i would like i would like v8 her in the head that little Gretchen mm-hmm. and be like like hey just deal with your own stuff and like maybe go try to kiss a girl and you'll be you'll be a different person I promise like just go go check it out um not that we had a whole lot of of lesbian and bi like representation as we talked about before right um so it's not like I could like talk yeah. to somebody about that stuff but yeah. Well, I think the other thing I just want to say really quick is that uh, you're allowed to make mistakes and learn from them. 
Oh, so, and I have. I, I've stopped yeah. like beating myself up about it in a way yeah. that like that that kind of uh, uh, tropic um, like falling asleep in the moment replaying over in your head kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've stopped like beating myself up about it. Um, now that's not to say that if I ever saw him again, the first thing that I would do is apologize. Um, and I know that that would probably not be the thing that you would want me to do in that situation. No, um, no. I if if that's how you feel, then that's what you should do. I, um, you know, I. I don't think it reached enough people for it to be. I, that's yeah. Really... I was trying to even. That's as you were talking. I was trying to remember where it all even went. I'm like, I know it came to me, but it was in like a recorded. Um, I don't know voice memo. Honestly, like I <laughs> my phone. It's not like it. I was trying. I was like, did she make it a video on Twitter? Like, no, it's on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Um. Don't look me up on YouTube. I don't know how to turn off the videos. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to like get into that channel and like <laughs> shut it down. It yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I had no idea that you, um, felt that way. And so, you know, if that's how you feel and you were to ever see him again, then like, which I almost did. Can we talk about that? Probably Sure. Not. No. No, I don't want yeah. to talk about it. No, okay. no, because it's just going to enter into, like, a different I, – I got invited to a party where he was also invited to out here mm-hmm. in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, he did not show up, thankfully, but I did not know that he was also invited uh, until I got there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Does he live out there? No, he used to. um and I think he was visiting um but yeah I got yeah uh (laughs) at my um I know that we're we're coming close to time I we think um but uh at my bachelorette party I made a slideshow like a powerpoint like to like like tell everybody who was there and because I did it so my bachelorette party I did it is this okay do you want me did you have another question no Let's keep going. No, I'm drinking water just to drink water. That was not I me being like, wrap it up. Yeah, let's go. I don't think we've ever told each other to wrap it up. No. no. I think if anything, we've been like, we're reaching time. And the other one's like, just tell me the thing. What do yeah, you think? I want to hear more. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think they have heard about the slideshow before. And it was because Gretchen had to tell us like who everybody was. Well, and I, I had three specific honorable mentions. And <laughs> because it was people that didn't show up um Mm. and one of them was kate uh the non-ex that i had uh one of them was Paige's sister um and then the other one was this person and like i had this big long thing about it um where i was like yeah that was weird and and then we like it everyone went on living (laughs) we all never talked about it so it's fine (laughs) yeah Uh, because because i don't know high school exes seem so far away for most people but i still live with that kind of like um that like 
I feel kind of shitty about what I did. And there's a lot of people like women that were hitting on me that freshman year of college. I had no idea that they were hitting on me. And so I would have just like my little high school self, I would have been like, hey, look, sweetie, I know you're going through it. Um, just be interested in women for a little bit. You'll figure it out. Uh, and then you'll meet a really great guy someday that you get to marry. Like just, you know. Uh, if I if I would have been introduced to that concept in a real way earlier, um, I mean, I was friends with Derek. I was friends with mm-hmm. um, because Derek went through a period where he was a woman and um, was a woman interested in women, uh, and so like. I was around it. I just wasn't like actively doing anything in it, but I guess that's kind Well, and I also think in what? your defense, um like we were really only exposed to you were either straight or you were into same sex. Yeah. Like coupling. Like there was there was no pie, there was pie. Bye. And then I was going to say pan. <laughs> I can be sorry. I'm fine. Bye. With that. Yeah. Um, I had like there was no talk about the the fluidity. Um, trans was shared to us in like only drag queens. Um, yeah. Light. Like there was there was no. Um, I guess real world application. Right. There was no real world application. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was presented to us in a way that was like all in one way, all in the other way. Um, Well, and I, and I encourage anybody that's listening that, um, you know, is maybe a little bit younger or something that like, um, you don't have to be all of one thing or all of another thing. Um, And that will be something that, like, even ties back to Kendall's fascination with my creative outlets. Like, mm-hmm. you can you can be a nerd, you can be an engineer, and still like do all of this other stuff. It won't necessarily make you happy, um, but it's okay to not um, be one thing in that respect, um, or like one thing in that respect. Um, so if you get the opportunity to uh, explore interests that you feel are outside of your comfort zone or outside of, uh, who you self-identify as, like, I don't know, do it. Gretchen, uh, said something a long time ago at this point, God, probably, I guess it's six years ago now. She met a college friend of mine who she's very similar to in a lot of ways. Um, but she described who who wanted to hate me. If we're talking about that same person, are we? I don't think so. Cause I don't think she wanted to hate you. Oh, um, okay. Then. Uh, I'm talking about Alex. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so Alex should have dated. Does Alex like women? Um, I, I have no idea. I for <laughs> a very long time. Um, but Your I wouldn't. College friends will love that part. <laughs> but I won't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if she was into it. So, uh, Alex, I won't speak for her. In Colorado, come say hi. Okay, <laughs> to the point. No, because you're married. Um, okay. So, um, you described it very eloquently because I was talking to you. I was like, 
I like in all the ways that you guys have heard me like speak profusely about how cool I think Gretchen is. I think Alex is also very cool. Um, I and I was like, you guys are so similar in all these ways that you're like able to do all of the things. Like you're able to be very book smart, but you're able to be very creative and all this stuff. Um, and so anyway, something Gretchen nailed perfectly that the one difference between the two of them is that Alex was trying to um, squash all of that and put herself into one box. Yeah. Um, and that just wasn't working because she is so talented, you know, just otherworldly like you. And so you said she wants no labels and I want all of them. Like I want to be the engineer who writes a book, who, um, you know, wrote a song, who, uh, built a sign with antlers in them. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like you, um, and I was like, that is so true. And, um, so yeah, when you, as you were going into the that, with, I don't know, I think, I mean, maybe you were, but I, like, I just remember being like, that is absolutely perfect. I get very poignant when I'm drunk or hungover. It must be. And Purna probably was hungover because we were really only drunk the one night and then hungover the rest of the the time. Um, But yeah, I think, I think you're so right though, that um, especially, you know, if you do have multiple interests, like, do all the things, all the things that sound good to you, do them. <laughs> well, and, and uh, I've, I've obviously still struggled with this because I'm not finding a lot of satisfaction in my job and, and, um, and I'm not finding a lot of satisfaction in my creative endeavors because I've always been very um, outward oriented in that respect. Um, something isn't cool until somebody else says it's cool and by somebody else I mean like 15 20 people um and so uh in that respect um it's hard for me to exist in a vacuum um I've always been an extroverted person uh except when I drink which is something that only my sister noticed I don't know if you ever noticed it because I don't know if we've ever really like drank a lot around each other like not as really. adults yeah uh, as adults we well, were we didn't do it as only drank either. around each other since we were 21 <laughs> yeah right um no uh back to that bachelorette party my sister did a scavenger hunt and i know mm-hmm. i've talked about that briefly on here but um and i probably have said this also but like she said in the middle of it or like when she was presenting it she was like yeah, and it also gives you an opportunity to, like, go off by yourself for a while. And I was like, dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, like, in a recharge way. It's in, like, a, um, like, I, when, I, when I get drunk, I just get, um, if you ever watch How I Met Your Mother, there's an episode where they talk about how different alcohol affects different people. And uh, <laughs> there's a part where uh, they're like, let's do red wine. And, um, and uh robin says like um i don't know red wine makes barney really introspective and depressed and he like leans it it, like cuts to the bar and he leans back in a chair and he's like i'm a b plus at best (laughs) my whole life i've tried to bend an a and i'm a b plus and like 
that scene has stuck with me so hard. It's been something that I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. I do now that I am looking at the time. Yeah, I right? do have to, to ready close like, out because I. Yeah, <laughs> but um, thanks for letting us interview <laughs> you on your own podcast. Yeah. I hope this audio works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and then after this, you've got more uh, high school classmates to come. Listeners, I think, I think also um, because we're getting to a point now where like people from high school might be listening. So give us your sample section, like questions for people. Give us things that you want them to expand on. Um, sure. Let us know if you want to do like assumptions or something like that. Like hmm. things that you thought about that person that like they can disprove or prove or whatever. Like, okay. I don't know. Like, let's, That's interesting. Yeah. I, like if you listened in high school or friends with us in high school and like had to listen to us because we were obnoxious and now you're listening to this for God knows what reason, uh, <laughs> even to make fun of us, uh, give us, we'll, we'll do like anonymous Instagram questions or something where you can <laughs> yeah I, I don't well, know figure it out share whatever you want to share with us and yeah. tell us if you want to be uh, anonymous or not and we'll put it up and yeah. figure it out um be part also, of this it's better uh, say no one has flat out said no when we've asked them um there's a lot of people who say I don't think I'm interesting enough you are you are uh so if we ask you please know it's because we think you're interesting (laughs) right out the gate even even outside (laughs) of that it's like like even just seeing behind that high school mask that we all had yeah like that is really interesting that is something that um that like we've all grown into ourselves at this point so like like tell us how that happened i don't know yeah we did not peak in high school okay um okay i i'm i have to sign off yeah thanks for listening yeah see Uh, y'all next time and we're actually gonna hang up this time yeah we're actually hanging up so bye like i'll talk to you i don't know whatever we'll talk this week okay i'll miss you bye